Welcome back. I'm the paranormal curator, Tom Castaños. Remember to like and share this podcast. The more people that hear it, the better the stories that we get. Let your friends know. Let your spooky friends know. Your friends that have experienced the strange and unexplainable relate their stories if they're too shy to do it themselves, with their permission, of course. You can email us at paranormalcurator at gmail.com with those stories, but I'd much rather hear them in your voice. Get on your voice recorder on your phone and record your story. And again, email it to that same paranormalcurator at gmail.com. Tonight we have a very special guest. Jennifer Page is a professional spirit medium and spooky podcaster. Having grown up in multiple haunted houses, she's been fascinated by ghosts her entire life. Being a green witch, she loves to connect the spooky with the spiritual and share both topics on her podcast, I Talk to Ghosts. Jennifer lives in the Pacific Northwest with her partner Maxwell and their black cat amulet. Jennifer, it is so amazing to have you with us. So you are a medium. You have been... And that's one of my questions. When did you first realize you had, um, I'm going to call it a gift, but I think some people sometimes think of it as kind of a curse. So let's let's start with when did you first realize you had this? I think it was a little bit of a slow boil. I'm not quite sure. Um, I've always been a bit of a ghost magnet. Most uh, houses that I've lived in have had activity and I've always been sensitive to energies or however you want to describe it. And it wasn't until I started doing energy work, Reiki. Um, actually, it was kind of during the pandemic, I was offering a lot of free remote energy sessions. And one of my friends had come down with COVID and I offered her uh, an energy session and remote, not um, like on Zoom or anything like that. We just set a time like you go meditate. I'm going to do my thing. And during that session, I was aware of a, a woman coming through and I said, hey, you want to assist? And and she was like, yes, yes, I would. And and um, she showed me a couple details and things uh, about her. And I was like, Okay, she kept showing me these antique watches. And I'm like, okay, okay, cool, cool. And when I talked to my friend the next day, summing up her session and what my impressions were, I said, hey, this might seem a little strange, but a female spirit came to assist, and this is what she showed me. And she said, I know exactly who that is. That's my mom. She collected antique watches, and that's how I would have known her anywhere and i was floored <laughs> i was gonna say is that mind-blowing to, to have that kind of connection every time how could it not you can't explain that no no you know and a few more instances like that kind of started happening and from there it was like you know i'm paying attention i want to take some courses i want to read some books i want to do some workshops and it just kind of built from there Tremendous. And, and that kind of leads me to what I was thinking next. And, and shoot this full of holes. This, this is a very uninitiated person shooting in the dark. But, you know, I, I'm a belief that 
that that most of us, if not all of us, have some ability, but probably just like musical ability. I can teach anyone to play the guitar, but then you've got you've got this guy, you've got Eric Clapton, and you've got guy <laughs> plunking around on the strings. They're all making music, but at different levels. Is that fair to say that it's the same way? Do you think we all have this ability to some people tune and hone and practice and listen more than others? You know, I like your analogy, but I would be even more generous than okay. that. Um, because we all, on a metaphysical level, metaphysically speaking, we all have a spirit, you know, it, and we're using the senses of that energy um, that they call, you know, the clairs, clairvoyance, clairsentience. You know, mm-hmm. it's almost like our spirit mirrors our physical senses in a way. Right. And so it's a matter of what you're paying attention to, what's important to you, do you want to develop this further or not? Or does it scare you and you want to run away and shut it all right. down? You yeah. know, so um, it's not that any of us aren't walking around with a soul with um, <laughs> ways to, you know, it's already. Are you, are you sure? Are you, I'm not kidding. All right, sorry. <laughs> Another conversation altogether, yeah. right? But it's just, um, again, are you buying into this material world that we live in and that's what you want to focus on and have that experience? Or uh, are you looking for something deeper than that and, you know, want to dive into that quiet space and really explore it? Now, sure, there are people who perhaps their abilities are just so natural that uh, they're just apparent and they're there. Yeah, or yeah, in in a way. Um, and, you know, there's other people who, and I think we get in our own way, too. I can't do this, or I can't believe in this, because it's so intangible, you know. So there's so much, so much of it is just getting out of your own way and kind of surrendering to the trust of it all. And that ties into what a lot of people think about that, that children typically are more open and see and hear yeah. and speak. And then as they're told repeatedly that this isn't true and this isn't real, it just goes away. I don't want to go full on what was the the Christmas story about hearing the Christmas bells, but I think it has that similar element to it. You know, I think back when my daughter was born, we were renting a house from um, an in-law while our house was being built. And this person's father had passed in the house and he was known to, to love little children and by the time my daughter could pull herself up in the crib, she would point down the hall and giggle. And, you know, it's like, and you, I don't care how um, strong you want to be, how much of a disbeliever, the, the little chill runs up and down your spine. Because yeah. why would this child even know to fabricate or think or imagine exactly. something if it wasn't being prompted of her, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so I guess that falls into the same category. They're just not conditioned to not believe. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. That's, yeah. that's sad. So mm-hmm. has this ever been a burden to you? I mean, is it, it's, it's certainly a gift, but I've got to imagine it has its moments. I think when, when we talk about burdens, I, I feel like a lot of the abilities are all wrapped up together. And it's my empathic abilities that have gotten me into trouble. I was painfully shy as a kid, just mm-hmm. paralyzingly shy because I didn't understand all this amount of uh, input that I was getting in and feeling, Mm -hmm. 
you know, and that was, and it's something I still struggle with today. So in a way, you can call that a burden. But at the same time, it's like, okay, here's my classroom. This is something for me to learn. And because it's an amazing tool to have to be able to relate to people on an empathetic level, um, you know, and we shouldn't let these things trample us, you know, so it's so hard. Mm hmm. It's, it's all things that are very easy to say. Yes, <laughs> very easy to say until you yeah. have to go shopping and, right. Right. <laughs> and exactly. interact with the general public. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it, yeah, I can imagine, you know, the, the empathy of, of feeling, you know, if, if your own pain is not enough to feel others mm-hmm. as, as strongly as some can. And, and then there are those blissful, ignorantly people that feel no one's around them. And I guess they can. They've learned to just completely shut it off so is there any particularly memorable funny moment that you can think of in this world uh yeah there was a a medium well at first any time i get unique pieces of information that come in you know it's just a joy to me um but there was one moment just recently where um when i'm reading for someone they're called my sitter my sitter. And so my sitter, um, her grandfather had passed away. And he was kind of giving me the impression of his hair in his head. And I'm like, well, he seemed like he was bald, but you know, what's with what's with the hair? And, and she started laughing. And she said, Oh, his toupee was wild. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden shoots out of my mouth. It was cheaper and better than having a dog and i go <laughs> and she started laughing she's like that's what he said all the time and i'm like i can't believe he made me say that you know <laughs> as, as, as a bald host i can appreciate that but that's that's great that's great yeah. and, and, and it's you know maybe it's comforting to think that that from beyond you can still have a sense of humor you know that you can still laugh and all of Absolutely. those things I would think maybe more easily. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Some of the worldly stuff is gone. The burden. And I, I love it when the, the sense of humor comes through. I really do. So it, so it wouldn't be a spooky podcast without asking, was there ever a time where you were just really fearful, really frightened, surprised? Um, is, is it something you train yourself to kind of not be? But like you said, it, how, as much yeah. as it has to be shocking, it also has to sometimes be frightening. Yeah. Well... As far as mediumship goes, I've never had a spooky moment in, in that arena because you have to you have to raise your vibration your vibration so high to meet spirit halfway that you're you're kind of in a in a higher playground. You're not in the basement with right. the dark things. You know right. what I mean? And if anything, uh, we were a little concerned that while I was practicing, starting to practice mediumship, that the activity in the house would really ramp up. And it's actually mm-hmm. dampened. And I mm-hmm. think that's because I am flinging my own energy out there more okay. and claiming my space. Now, have I had scary, ghostly activity um, before that outside of mediumship? Uh, certainly. Certainly. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, hearing hearing things that you're not expecting, seeing something move, you know, uh, unexplainable things 
you're just not prepared for that. It's like when a rock hits your windshield. You can't yeah. be tough enough to not flinch. Right. I mean, right. exactly. you'd, be, you'd be dead inside. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, certainly things have spooked me um, in, in the realm of, hey, I wasn't expecting that. But nothing, nothing during uh, medium readings. And, like, I think a classic thing that happens a lot when a spirit comes close, it gets cold. Mm. And I can feel it sometimes, and um, others can feel it as well if they happen to be in the room with me. It doesn't happen with everyone, but right. sometimes it gets really cold, and that, you know, I don't even know why, but it does. And like that can freak out an observer, but I kind of see it as encouragement now because I'm like, ah, oh, they're here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They've, they've rung the doorbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so this is a question that wasn't on the list and just popped in my mind. And if you don't want to go this direction, I'm, I'm fine with it too. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I know you must have been confronted by this and maybe constantly. There are people in the world that, that profess to have this ability and you know they're, they're fakes. Mm -hmm. There are sadly people out there that take advantage. And that's true in any walk of life from, you know, insurance salesmen all the way to the paranormal and, and those beyond. How do you confront or how do you defend yourself if people doubt your ability? Or do you? Maybe that's the next question. Sure. No. Um, well, you know, if, if people like to, like, say something snide online and then block you immediately so you can't have a conversation, <laughs> you know, but, yeah. but if someone doesn't believe it, that has nothing to do with me. You know, exactly. um, they've already made up their mind and that's fine. That's absolutely okay. fine. I do more free readings than not. So right. it's like, how am I scamming anything? <laughs> right. That's... And also, you know, there's this terminology of Clara vagueness of if you're <laughs> doing a reading and you're just so vague, it could be anyone's grandmother. Yeah. Um, you're either still developing your abilities or perhaps, you know, you're not really connected. Right. Um, so I just, I really strive uh, to the point of stress to give people the reading that they need. Mm -hmm. um, and I, and I realize I got to let myself off the hook sometimes because it's not all up to me, you know, right. um, it's, it's the spirit world. It's, it's their energy. It's so many different things that I can't even uh, register. But yeah, it's fine if someone, I can completely understand why someone would feel more comfortable thinking they had all the answers. Of course, um, it's and, so much easier. <laughs> um, and that's okay. I'm not here to prove anything. And um, I do love to share my work. So I don't have to just talk about it, which is why I share my readings on the podcast and and offer free readings on the podcast. Because uh, that to me is much more important than any kind of proof or and, you know, defending yourself. It's kind of like, well, here's my work. Right. Take it if you want. Leave it. But go along your merry way. I'm not going to continue to entertain anyone's belligerent behavior. So that's a good really, attitude. that's yeah, that's really all you can do. That's right. all you and, can do. And if I were watching our conversation from twenty thousand feet, and I extracted some of the words, the vocabulary, clairvoyance, the veil, all of that, 
really what we're talking about, and forgive me, I don't want to oversimplify, but it's, it's human communication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just communication with people that you can't necessarily actually see and touch the way that we can our yeah. peers, our living peers around us. Because everything you talked about, taking time to pay attention and listening and all of these mm-hmm. things are things we should practice with our living friends as well as those that absolutely maybe oh my goodness yeah yes. crazy, crazy. <laughs> um so last question is mm-hmm. for those that think that they are experiencing these things and are are interested in advancing their abilities what are some suggestions that you would give to someone that that wanted to be able to do more uh there's lots of wonderful books out there uh, for one. And most mediums, I think, are very open to uh, sharing their work. And, you know, you can see what they do. A lot, of, there are these um, groups, they're called circles. So you could join a circle and practice. Um, you can practice with friends and family, you know, in a, in a trusted environment Mm -hmm. Uh, you do for mediumship it is best that you have a sitter volunteering with you because otherwise who's going to confirm the information for you Um, but really my advice is just be curious and if you learn through reading if you learn through watching videos if you learn through an online course or in person all of those things are available It's, it's a matter of what you how you want to pursue it. And the best thing I could say is it's incredibly subtle and mo- and we want to put so many rules on it so we understand it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the more we can just open up and trust, um, and that takes practice too, um, the better. And, yeah. and really that's, you know, never never doubt your abilities a lot of people are like what if it's just my imagination it's like i can't just imagine that toupee story no. you know what i mean i would think not you know, yeah. so so what is that you know it's that line from that very famous oratory you know talk less listen more oh talk le- yeah maybe yeah, a hard no. thing for two podcast hosts but still <laughs> right. listening right whether they're beside <laughs> you or whether they're around you just listen maybe yeah. talk less smile more is that it that's i like that i like that yeah. <laughs> it's good too. pretty much anything that starts with talk less is probably a good thing probably <laughs> jennifer thank you so much for your time tonight this has been such a treat again i've been a huge fan of your programs and it's just you're just a lovely, wonderful person to communicate with. If, if I wasn't around, if I was on the other side, I'd definitely want to talk with you as well. <laughs> Thank you so much. This has been fantastic. Jennifer Page of I Talk to Ghosts. And of course, there'll be a link in the show notes to her programs. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.